Hi everyone, this is the Creative Infinite Podcast. My name is Sean, and this is my boy Fitz over there in another place. Um, before yeah. we get going, we're actually going to do this the right way. If you um, are watching on YouTube, please like and subscribe. Please follow us on Spotify. And <laughs> I know, call to action, call to action time. We're <laughs> doing it. it at the we're doing it right today, people. Um, yeah. And if you have any topics, uh, email us at infinitecreativepodcast@gmail.com. Slip into our DMs. You know, I'm Sean Craig Creative on there. You can find me. He's Fitze, F-I-T-Z-A. He's whipping uh, it out. <laughs> so please follow us. We need all the followers we can get. Um, we've been so happy and humbled by the, the people that have watched and have uh, commented. So thank you so much for you guys. And I'm excited for today, man. How are you? You're in a new place. Yeah, so that was a lot of like information that you gave them here. Um, yeah, I'm in a new place. I'm here in Germany, uh, um, and currently honeymoon, and we're in like a nice Airbnb, and it's quite lovely. And we, I was like, let's do the podcast. Still, there's no slacking. Every week we're whipping one out, you know. And mm -hmm. so far, it's going strong. We maybe have a potential guest that is a German um photographer i guess or a media company and that is a potential so maybe you should stick around for the next up, uh, episode that will be a bonus upload i think maybe um then also we have like a maybe more guests lined up where we already like are in communication also a web designer so that sean has a little bit um competition here <laughs> and gets a little bit different input um yeah but overall everything is going well here in germany how about you sean how is colorado oh things are good here things are good um today's first friday so um get to have, have some of my art in a gallery so i'm excited for that to get to go wait um, a minute mm -hmm. what does that mean first friday art gallery people don't know i don't even know so tell them about it and tell me about it first <laughs> off I'm, so I'm a lot of you know, it's a very common thing around the U.S. Of every first Friday of every month, all your local art galleries are usually open, and they're slinging wine, and they're and they're a good networking thing. And there's lots of new artists, and um, nice. it's been months of me not being able to do this actually, just because the gallery's been closed. But it's open now, mm -hmm. so tonight we're finally gonna have some of my paintings and uh, get to just go and uh, be a little bit more artsy than designy today. I'm excited. Ooh, look at Sean, look at Sean doing the network thing. And I'm dropping my earpods again. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's a, that's pretty cool. So how many pieces you have there um, lined up? Uh, you know, so tonight there'll only be three there, but I have two others uh, kind of made and ready to go. So the, the hope is like having my own show in the fall, if I can wing that. That Ooh, would be really cool. So I like that. So we'll see. So what, what, how do you describe your style? I kind of saw some pictures from your art already, but people, mm. you don't post that stuff. You don't post a lot on social media and with this podcast. Oh, We're kind of changing that. So you should check out his Instagram and our Instagram in general. Mm -hmm. But yeah, describe your art. Well, you know what? Let me just go grab a piece real quick. This will take one second. Yeah, wild and crazy. So keep the, keep the people. My... <laughs> yeah, pick up your input. I'll pick up my thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here we go. You know, we're going here wild and crazy. I'm picking up AirPods and he's picking up art. And yeah, um, yeah. So it's very interesting to actually see like real creative artwork that is physical because nowadays everybody's posting like online on instagram the photoshop and it's really easy to make a perfect art piece like super straight lines everything is like you know uh, yeah it's something else but your stuff is actually special because you hand draw them if i remember right or yeah yeah so before you even see it like um so a lot of this starts digitally right i i am 
I've been using Illustrator, Adobe Illustrator for going on 15 years now. So, so I, I would say I'm a power oh. user of it. So I, um, you yeah. know, so I create a lot of these in Illustrator, these kind of geometric things. Oh. What is your favorite feature about Illustrator? And what, you know, like you just one, what is your most, what do you like the most about it? Quick, quick oh my on Lord. the spot. Uh, first path, one Pathfinder. I love Pathfinder. It's a, it's such okay. a great thing. Move on. <laughs> okay. Pathfinder. Got Immediately that. got boring. <laughs> um, but <laughs> no, yeah, I just want to keep going, you know. But yeah, you know. So uh, so I create the art in there, and then um, I essentially um, I'm not going to get too much in the details, but I, I I separate it in a way that I can then kind of hand paint it, just looking at kind of the design and then painting it on canvas. And so what comes out is things like this. So here's one of Whoa. my acrylic paintings. Um, this is one of the ones that won't be there tonight. So you guys are getting, you know, a good first look. But um, yeah, doing like these kind that. of geometric mosaics. And yeah. yeah. So that's... The, the, the thing is, like I said, like it looks very computer animated. But the point is you actually draw them by hand. You yeah. Know, it's, not printed. It's, hard, it's hard for you guys to see here probably. But yeah, that's all yeah. hand painted. All the mess ups and everything. All real acrylic painted goodness. It yeah. takes a long Look time. Look at him being a real artist here, doing the real thing. I like that a lot. <laughs> but yeah, so that's tonight. So yeah. I'm excited about that. Um, other than that, you know, it's just just trying to grind it out, man. Trying to learn new things. Getting into the animation world too. Kind of getting in your lane a little bit this last week. Been playing around with some stuff. What, what are you doing there? So again, curious. You know, it's like all about Sean this time. Yeah, all about me. Well, let me tell <laughs> I'm, you, I'm on vacation. I'm I'm just like living my best life here, having beer and schnitzel, and, which we have to get yeah. into. Much more interesting than than my stuff, I think. But um, but you know, so the the animation thing, I'm 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 working on right now is um, a very dorky side thing of mine. Um, so okay. I actually uh, one thing this year that I started doing. A lot of people started doing new things after the pandemic that uh, made them uncomfortable. My thing was Dungeons and Dragons and really diving into that with some friends. And so... Uh, uh, Sean, friends, freelance, what's going on? I know, <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons? I, I know. I so know. many surprises. I've just I've just lost a few professional points, but got a few cool points. Um, yeah, exactly. Very relatable. <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons. But, okay. But yeah, so I'm actually doing my first campaign. I'm actually going to... I've never been the Dungeon Master. I've never been the Game Master and so I've <laughs> I've created a campaign called the Prison of Eyes, and it's a prison campaign. And um, I I want to make like a cool animation thing to invite everyone in the game, um, just because most people you know they're not really that talented when they're they're inviting people to the game. It's just like a text or something. So I was like, you know, I really want to wow these people that I've been playing with. And so it's going to be. Can the... I have an Easter egg in there that you put in just for me? That's barely noticeable. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, we could have you. A you drop a soap. A little soap somewhere. Just, that, that references you, huh? Dropping, bro, dropping soap. Okay. <laughs> but um, but yeah, it's just, because just... of the prison theme, you know. But yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> Dude, oh yeah, we're we're gonna have a character in it called Fitzay now, and he's gonna be just hanging out in the showers. That's that's your goal. Yeah. Well, that is my segue to Rachel. Actually, she makes custom soaps. You know. Oh, exactly. Like and and by the way, we need to do a and little bit better. Do you know that is uh, we we have to yeah. we have to market that. So so yeah, tell us about that. What so you're yeah. So actually, uh, Rachel is doing um, professional soaps. So she um, started an Instagram or YouTube channel where she makes soaps, and it's very satisfying to see because all those soaps can be poured in a certain way, and then they have cool patterns cool colors and stuff like that 
and I think this podcast is more about like um, like creative stuff, and I think that qualifies as that as well. Maybe we should actually um, host her soaps as an income source with an affiliate marketing when we like send links over there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we're getting some bread there. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, With yeah, that, I mean money. yeah, and just for all of you out there, Rachel's this is this beautiful man's wife, and um, and yeah, and she's uh, she is making some amazing soap. She's does she still do uh, uh, the dry shampoo as well? Is that still a thing? Yeah, she does that. So yeah. it's now a whole company, Lift Off Beauty, and she's selling on Etsy like dry shampoos. And her new hobby that is very satisfying to her and relaxing is the soap making. But the soaps are actually really useful. So she has a charcoal soap, what is like absorbing like all the bad stuff mm -hmm. um then she has like i think milk and charcoal together so it's a black and white one then had she she has a blue one and like really cool smells like very creative to be honest like probably more creative than i am now seeing that and thinking about it <laughs> I, I guess i have to get into the soap business oh <laughs> uh, yeah you're, you're you're just good at dropping the soap that's it that's that's your Oh man! He... You put my my soap reference into your invite somewhere hidden, like a little soap. <laughs> but yeah, well that's cool. Yeah, and so but anyhow, so people people can just find her by going to Etsy and just typing in "lift off" and they'll find her. Yeah, lift off dry shampoo or saturate life on in Instagram. Saturate and life, like okay. saturate. What is a good name actually on that note? Like that is a problem and maybe a topic where we should talk about right now. I have problems with good names you know like i personally don't pick the best names you know i have my yeah. weird nickname that is a little bit modified for my thing like fitzay mm -hmm. it's kind of hard to remember hard to spell and it's not really saying what it is but i'm like i see myself more as a artist creative you know and i am like whatever it's just my creative name whatever yeah. But I should have an easy name for everything else. And I also make land stands, you know, and I have to rebrand them, come up with a cool name. And like Rachel's really good with that. And obviously Sean Craig Creative is also a really good name. Um, how would you go around the aspect of finding a name? Well, or yeah, like I mean, thing? you know, I um, this is something I would maybe bring up off air, but I'll go ahead and bring it on air. I mean, could we... Um... I mean, this is an interesting idea. Could we do the process on this podcast? I mean, could we spend, you know, yeah. maybe, you know, it's it's something that could be more elongated, I guess. But yeah, we could do a whole episode on like, let's figuring out the name. Let's figure out the brand components of maybe your lens company. Yeah, and make it like a tutorial base. Yeah, you know? yeah. Because like my thing is actually really cool. It's a lens stand where you put your lenses on a camera. No, it's a stand where you can put your lenses on. Then you put it on the shelf and it looks cool. Um, it's not very useful, but it's like a thing that is very useful if you want to display your expensive lenses. And if you spend like $2,000 for a lens and it stands somewhere and you don't see it and it's not beautiful, yeah, why spend that money? You know, besides yeah. like using it, obviously, but. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I mean, <clears throat> that's one of the most interesting things I think I see nowadays is that the pride in people's workspaces. I mean, so many people want to have these kind of world class yeah. looking workspaces. So I think something like this is amazing. Where Here's us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Meanwhile, my set is pretty, pretty basic, pretty, pretty basic right now. But um, but, you know, yeah. I um, yeah, we should we should highlight some of these things, too, because uh, I think some of the people out here that watch this podcast, they, they're probably still like, well, what, what are these guys actually somewhat do? related to us, too, or 
Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, I, I think we should show more light on ourselves, you know, like going over our heritage and our like things we do, you know, in general. And yeah. Yeah, well, well talking about heritage, you know, I am. Um, you're you're in your birthplace of Germany, so I, I kind of do want to at least touch on the fact that like um, like I you know where where did I've always been interested. So so you you strike me when okay. I first met you, you 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 were an electrician stiller. You were just finishing being an electrician. Um, no 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 no. The the story is a little bit different. I, I guess I interrupt him now, like really rude. And um, when we met, that was um, we were in Saint Petersburg at a meetup for U, uh, UX or UI design. How do you call that again? Um, yeah, it was and, a UX UI. It was a design meetup, but it was all UX yeah, UI yeah. people. Yeah, it was a design meetup, especially for that. But I did not know that. And Rachel um, is like <laughs> into design and. I was like, oh yeah, I want to do some networking and design as part of video too. And at that time and stage, I was already like living in Florida since a year. So we kind of freshly moved there and we were addicted. And I was already having like, I think a couple clients and I was like, I'm, I'm not full-time freelance yet, but um, I was close. I already did the jump once and it was going well for two, three months. And then I'm like, okay, it's probably better to pick something up. But at the time I was like, okay, networking. And I got some clients, um, but beforehand, I just kind of did like YouTube videos for fun and yeah, traveled around America and did some blogs and stuff like that and captured the journey of like, hey, this is me being a German in America because I thought my whole life my dad is dead and 10 years ago he calls me I'm your father I'm like what and I have like family here and whatever and I was like okay let's move to America try to be like self-employed because that was always my goal mm -hmm. and I just moved to America and tried to start new habits and break out of the like apply for a job and then just falling into your patterns you know was really a hard yeah but yeah. yeah I mean um and I Oh, go ahead. No, I interrupted you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And because of that, because I moved to America, there's like some vlogs up there. Hey, this is my, me working at the gas station, get my first paycheck. And I just captured everything as a video vlog on an um, Samsung Galaxy, some of the first cap, uh, cameras, um, smartphones, you know, like really bad quality. And then I'm going like, to kind of get into more and more video editing, mm -hmm. filming, and it was really rough. And it's also like a really weird workflow because most people go through school, mm -hmm. become a videographer, you know, that was the old school way. And nowadays, like you do internet stuff and then like, oh, you can make money with video. And yeah, that's me. Hmm. So I, I pride myself like with being like unconventional filmmaking, but still like trying to have a cinematic touch. Yes. And more on the storytelling and being actionable and relatable, which is which is but, great, yeah. by the way. I mean, I think um, you know, at some point we we should we should have a whole episode. I think that we kind of show off some work, but because um, I'd love for the people to kind of see some yeah. of these. I would I would love to see these first videos, especially the ones um, you know you working oh, at a boy, gas station. In, and like I just oh I would love it. I <laughs> I got stories. I got oh, stories. I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> but the reason was the reason was so that I have to talk a lot. And I was like, in the, as a cashier, that was my goal. Have a job where you have a lot of customer interaction. And I'm like, okay, they probably hire me ASAP, you know, this gas station is not really fancy. Mm -hmm. But we talk in a gas station. Oh, sorry. I had a call. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, I get spam but... calls right now. 
So yeah, so so I guess to kind of take it from there. So all right, so you so before I met you, you were doing like kind of these fun videos, but I guess I, I want to zoom back to yeah, Germany. Transitioning to like, okay, I want to go like let's let's like way back. Like bef- yeah, way back before awesome. you got on the boat and came over to America, bright eyed and bushy tailed. <laughs> I, I swam. I swam. I wasn't. Oh, like, you just swam all rough. the way here. Yeah, that's like yeah. That's how the Germans do it. They they yeah, just seven days up fast. Yeah, they just swim here. They just yeah. <laughs> I've seen that in Florida. They just come up like dolphins out of the ocean. These Germans. Um, but yeah. So I think you know. I I I I'm just interested. So so you came to America and you and you you kind of wanted to capture your. Like what? What happened? Your journey, I guess. Journey. And um, but but before yeah. then, were you were you recording stuff in Germany? Were you were you doing that at all in Germany? So, so I think like like if we think about being a creative, that is a very relative term. And everybody that I met is kind of creative, you know. Like everybody that I meet, they do something, you know. They either play music, you know, and that mm-hmm. is like a big aspect of being creative, making your own. Um, art with like audio yeah. and express yourself and I think yeah. like this is like one of the things that I had to learn is like art is self-expression mm. and for me it was like I, I don't want to be self-expressing myself because I don't want to know what people uh, what I think you know so I wanted to be for myself and then I'm like no the best art that I see is like when people show and convey emotions you know yeah. and I'm like oh I have to learn to implement that you know it's like it's a big thing right now and especially with the internet mm-hmm. but I did like when I was 14, I drew and I, I think like a lot of people do that, like drawing stuff. And then I got into music, but the tools were not that good. So basically I did some techno like on like a beat maker or whatever. I cannot even remember it. And I experimented with that and I had that on YouTube and then I deleted it and it was terrible, you know, was, but it was one of those beat maker sites of whatever, mm-hmm. you know, and then, yeah, I kind of got into playing guitar and from there, yeah, kind of slipped into like um, the internet and I really liked the internet. Oh, huh, okay. So, uh... and from there, like discovered vlogs, you know, like that was like a big thing when I moved seven years ago to America mm-hmm. and people are like doing vlogs and talking to the camera in the bedroom. And you're like, Oh, this is relatable. I like this person kind of so, you know, that was the style back then. Okay. Okay. So, um, yeah. I'm, 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 so you're, so the kind of the first creative memory you have then is when you were drawing, when you were like 14 or 12, you were saying you were, you were drawing things. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like, that is a big thing, like in that age group, you know, like mm-hmm. I see like, um, my sisters did that and everybody that Rachel did that, everybody that I know and that age group kind of sort of draws, I think. And I don't mm-hmm. know if that's like a, a, a developing stage, you know, did you draw when you were 13 or oh, 14? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And younger, younger really. Um, you know, I, I, I would love to hear what you drew. Um, when I was a kid, you know, recently I just, um, uh, you know, I went back to my parents' house and kind of was just, you know, sitting around talking to my mom about, you know, kind of my creative journey. And she brought up something that I hadn't remembered for a long time that when I was eight or nine, um, I was really into f- fantasy. I, I mean, if you were to ask me when I was like okay. seven, like what, what I was going to do when I grew up, I was probably, I, I probably would have told you I was going to be some fantasy writer or something like that. That was going to be a J.R. Tolkien or something. And, and so I would create these. So big into the it books. Kind of big in the books. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, kind of big in the books. They, the books kind of helped me not be in trouble as a kid. Um, we can get more into my my being a young <laughs> kid. But um, but yeah, so I would what I would draw is these big castles. And so um, I have to dig them up. I know that there's somewhere, but I have these big pictures that literally probably would have taken me 30, 40, 50 hours of just these complex castles. 
Just like layers of layers of nice. terraced walls and big towers and stuff like that. Oh, and so it's not, just like a really funny, yeah. dorky thing. And I even used to make these little maps of like, what would be my defenses of if someone was to attack this castle. <laughs> and so I'd have like little like symbols for like, here's watchtowers. Each dot was like a, a person. And I, yeah, so, and I would even have these kind of elevation changes. So, so for like a young kid, it's actually kind of cool to see, but it's, it's such a funny often left field thing. Um, so what, what, what did you draw? I, I'm almost yeah. interested. Like, what was the first things you were drawing? So, so after you said that talking to your mom or whatever, I, I had flashbacks of a memory where I'm like, okay, I was really big into Jurassic Park when I was like, I think five or seven. I'm not hundred percent sure about the ages because I, Ages doesn't really matter for me. Mm -hmm. uh, but basically, I had like a, a newspaper or something about Jurassic Park. And I was like copying the page. You know, when people draw over mm -hmm. it, I did not do that. I put it side by side and tried nice. to copy it. And I did like several Great. of them. And I had one memory where I'm like, um, the kids were like, oh, uh, no. One of the, the adults were like, oh, did you lay that over? And I'm like, no, I did not. And I was so proud of that because I was like drawing, like, you know, when you reference draw. And I did that, and I did that like a lot, and I liked that a That's lot. That's so cool. Yeah. That was like my first, yeah. And after that, anime kind of really? shenanigans. You know, being a weepier. <laughs> a what? Yeah. A weepier? What? Yeah, a weep. Uh, w e e b. Oh, like, a weeb. Into, oh. Like, anime stuff. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I don't know when the the, the American <laughs> slang starts and the German slang ends, so I'm like a, a weep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah true that true that it's kind of complicated but hey in the comments down below let me know what is your past drawings like or yeah you know what i mean like what did you draw when you were a kiddo oh we want to know what was your artistic outlet yeah 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 what's the earliest yeah. thing any of you remember drawing um i think the one thing i do, do want to say the you? one time that like when i was younger that i, I feel like i was that was like the biggest hint, if you could say, when I was six year old, six years old, that I was going to be a graphic designer someday. Um, <laughs> I, I just knew, knew I'm going to make I, them websites. I knew and it. Logos. I, was so, I was young. I was sitting there watching my Sunday morning cartoons, but um, it was actually so because you you just reminded me of this. Is um, I I had an N sixty four, which was a game changer for me when when I was you know six years old. Um, you know, there's I'll probably some that. dorky video of me freaking out somewhere, peeing my pants, getting that thing. Um, but I remember, like, I loved Ocarina of Time, Zelda Ocarina of Time, and that cover with like has a good one. All the yeah, it has like that gold cover, has the shield right behind like the Z or something like that. I think if you remember, and it's and so I did yeah. the exact same thing you did, and um, I remember I put the cover there and I just drew the letters as perfect as I could, and I actually got it like really close for like a six-year-old. It was like whoa, like he actually did the typography yeah. correctly. He did the shield, the graphic, and um, probably yeah, spent like ten, twenty hours on it, and crayons and everything. And then this is when I knew that I hated my sister. Is she? I think she did something like she just poured all of her. She was like four years younger than me. I remember, and I was like six or seven, and she just poured just something all over and it just destroyed it just in front of my eyes and um that got me ready for all of the years ahead of losing files and documents crashing and <laughs> all the fun of being a modern day creative <laughs> there we go but here the real question is did you draw that s you know how people draw that um oh the... come on was i was i a public school kid in america of <laughs> course i was <laughs> 
Yeah, I don't even know how you call it, but this is like typography 101. <laughs> if you did not do this, you are not yeah, not into typography. Actually, you should do some modern art with that, just as a reference. I think that would be very would shareable, be really you know, funny. making like fun of it and making it still like next level. Yeah, that would you know be really I mean? funny. Um, start like a, a joke Fiverr account where like every logo uh probably you know any any logo anyone needs from me I'll, I'll just go ahead and i sneak that into the design every single design has that in it <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah so i mean well that's well that's cool though so yeah. it's cool to know your journey a little bit i mean you didn't <clears throat> it sounds like because i was i was wondering if you were some kid that was always recording stuff and things but it sounds like it was like no, it never. sounds like you kind of like I... you know you played around even in music which i, I did music as well when i was younger and you're kind of just trying to find your way and then it sounded like video was like a cool way for you to relate to people it sounds like it sounds like you came to america you were like i i'm an alien i don't know these people but then you saw these kind of videos where people were talking about their experience you're like oh this is how i connect with people this is a good way to to share my story and connect yeah yeah well my my story is a little bit different like when i first came to the us though i my goal was to be self-employed and i didn't know what so i was like trying to start businesses so i imported phone cases like a hundred from china because phone cases at the time in america were like really over yeah really expensive they were like 30 dollars for a phone yeah. case for a smartphone and i'm like in germany they cost just five bucks you mm -hmm. know or 10 bucks you know and i'm like i saw that as a business opportunity then i also saw a business opportunity with tables mm -hmm. because tables were really cheap in germany and they're here really expensive so i built my haywire they want to sell me jeez ladies and gentlemen we haven't gotten any calls in any of these episodes and now yeah, it's yeah, like four and one yeah I'm but basically <laughs> i was like building my first table that was like eight feet long and basically a work table because i couldn't buy that there was no furniture shops around ohio and columbus and all the ones that i saw they had like small tables really cheap bad quality yeah. and i did like a a really long custom piece and that really lasted me a long time then obviously the phone case story. Then I did some custom caulking for like bathrooms. And I experimented with a couple of things. But in the beginning, the only thing that I did was like consuming the internet and did my own spin off like doing a vlog, you know? And that was a fun thing. Yeah. Now, does that vlog yeah, still you know exist YouTube, anywhere? Can people yeah, still like find that? You know that really like What's it called? On YouTube, um, you can go back and it will slowly change into German. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can watch. Yeah, you can watch Fitzy like become younger and like more German. Trying to debate should I move to America, and I have like in German, like okay, I'm gonna move to America. And then there was like the the one execution with like police officers on the hill executing a hobo um, because he had a spoon. I'm like, I'm like, I don't know if this is a good move. <laughs> <laughs> and here I am. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was that was that still in Germany? No, it was in America. Or, or that I'm happened, just... or was that no, like no, in America? It was American oh, okay, cool. So it was yeah, a German we hobo. Don't shoot people. Oh, it was in America. Oh, good, good. Because I just wanted I wanted us to be proud in America. We have no, such yeah, good hobos. Had a spoon. We wanted, yeah. I wanted to make sure you got a good video of it. Oh, it God. was like eight police officers, and I'm like, all right, <laughs> yeah, well, obviously a friend. <laughs> yeah. Oh my lord! So you have a, a okay. So you have an a, an NSFW type kind of, of uh, video out I, I there. I didn't put it um, in there, but I, I was I like love to because um... I was like that doesn't sound nice anymore. Going to the US and they have that stuff going on. And I'm like, I have more than a spoon in my pocket sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, sometimes we have a fork as real. well. Um, cool. Well, that's really co- that's really cool. So okay, so so just to kind of to to summarize, so you so you, so you drew, you did uh, you did some like music in Germany. Then you were like, I'm gonna go to to America, but you were yep. already starting to vlog. It sounds like before Getting you even came to America. So everything. there was a lot of you. Um, it'd be really interesting to see those videos. And, oh boy. Yeah, it'd be really interesting to see those videos. Obviously. Yeah, yeah, because it'd be cool to see like what what did you doubt, right? I would, I would almost love to see those videos to see like what were your you're like I don't know about America, I don't know. I I mean I don't know what the no, president was. was. I guess way, it would have been Obama back that, then. Um, but yeah, it you're like, like, I don't know about Obama. I came here and Obama became was it was it where were you? So w Bush? It was a Bush. I don't know. I'm I'm bad with like oh, who was the president. So before? you're like oh, sorry, I'm not really into politics anymore. I never was. Yeah. Oh. Oh, it's okay. It's, oh yeah, uh, that, W yeah, W Bush, time. And then, George yeah, he W Bush. He was a cool dude, you know. Like, um, yeah, yeah, came here, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's making cool, that dude. whole gay marriage <laughs> thing um, a good thing. And I basically had like some gay friends that I met, and they were like hosting a party, and they made a party because of that. And I'm like, okay, that was cool. Yeah. So that's why Fitzek came to America is because uh, gay marriage became legal. So Struggles there it is. Real. You heard it here no, first. Um, yeah, I just had like some really nice real estate agent friends that um, yeah needed my help and I helped them and they helped me. And then we did like um, traveling together and I did like some travel vlogs in Hawaii because they invited me. And I'm like, okay, this is cool. And Rachel went there too. And yeah, oh, I have yeah. some really cool, weird experiences on YouTube. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like God. The more we talk, I just want to do like you a show should, should and tell episode. Check I feel like we like, need oh, to do what like a. Do I even like you know, <laughs> hang around. <laughs> yeah, we'll do that live as yeah. well. Here's the background check yeah. on. Actually, Fitz by a. the way, my real as name is Michael see. Christopher Fitzgerald, and Fitz is my oh, nickname, man. and Fitzay is my business thing. Yeah. Yeah, and I and I've been using it interchangeably. So, um, but yeah, so it's a little confusing, but it's okay. It's like it's kind of one of those things where if you just throw it in the right direction, you you. And the thing is, like that is a name that is nobody's using. So it's the destroyer. You type Fitzay in. I'm the only one on the internet. The only one. What is kind of good out of like the name aspect. Going back to that, because like oh, now yeah. I'm doing like the whole land stand thing and, you know, and I'm kind of trying to develop a brand. I thought like oh, yeah. in this honeymoon, I have some free time and I do like a couple of projects on the side and like, yeah, I'm not doing them on the side apparently. <laughs> Besides this podcast here, we're doing good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm holding you to it. Um yeah, well, it's hard, man. I mean, like, I remember, like, you know, when I was doing a lot more back and forth with, which hopefully starts to happen again here soon. Yeah. But when I was traveling between Colorado and Florida, and I would do these kind of short trips, it's hard to get work done on the road. It really is. You have to, you have to kind of um, hurt the vacation to, to really do work. It's, it's, it's hard. I mean, every time I'd come to Florida for a week yeah, or two, I'd be like, just, oh, I'm going to work every day. Morning, I'm going to get you know, some of this stuff easy, done. But every always... time it was like, if you don't schedule it, it ain't happening. It, yeah, it sounds easy, but you you get so tired. You, yeah, 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 and you just don't realize how tired you're gonna be, right? Like you probably got to Germany and you were like, and especially yeah. like you didn't, you guys didn't have an easy fly in or anything, but you know you're just exhausted. You're just like, how the heck am I gonna like exactly. have fun and do work? So, 
Yeah, so no worries. That's that's one of the hardest things to do, I think. If you're not used to it, is the is the working on the road part is just like it's so hard to do that, but then I not ruin though, the whole like trip with you trying to work. You have the whole to learn, time. you know, that you're like you have to schedule time or it's not gonna happen. I scheduled this podcast at like five. Obviously I was off one hour because Sean was like, Hey, I'm ready and I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> was it four or was it five because of the time change? You know? Um obviously I'm six <laughs> hours ahead and usually we do it in the morning mm -hmm. and everything got a little bit mixed up and because we talked about like the next day where we have maybe a potential another episode but i'm like scheduling time and actually sitting down and doing your work is like the the key factor of actually getting shit done and yeah i have to get better at that oh yeah the getting shit done thing i mean even i'm struggling on so I, so one thing i have recently done um i think in one of the past episodes i kind of talked about this but i'm, I'm oh. starting to undo it i'm ready to evolve again my process it's kind of an ever-evolving thing but you know i've always been so what i've started to do the last two or three months is i've started to do like handwritten lists to-do lists and i think it's i i can't do it i think i've it's outgrown i've i've i can't my workload's outgrown that even again where i um so now i've 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 started using notion the website actually, notion actually, which we, if, you don't, if you guys don't know out there that too, because i use it's, that it's, and it's very complicated because it has so many functions and it's really good because you can build databases and you make searchable things but it's like oh it's complicated you know yeah, and for all of you out there that don't know about Notion, is it's uh, you know it's it's a cool tool because it's it's one of those tools where it can be as simple as you want it or as complex as you want it, but it's essentially like a way to create the way I think of it at least is it's like a create a way to create like a custom dashboard for yourself. So like so having like your client list in one tab, having kind of what's the the roadmap of your company on another tab, and then what's your like your daily to do list on another tab. So it can get fairly complex. I so so I agree with you. It can get kind of like a little too much where you're you you're wasting it. like because that's the funny thing that that I think is funny about to do lists is there's there's a point where you're wasting time with to do lists where you're putting like you you spend an hour to just just making this perfect list. It's like you could have spent most of the time doing the list. So so yeah. So Notion can be. I can see that where like you could get stuck like just playing in Notion where it's like this okay, you should okay. never do that. We, we like it's just supposed to be a list. Because, like, make there's, the list get there's to work. a scale to it. I think like in the beginning you make a to-do list and it's just a piece of paper where you write five things down, you know? That's like um, the beginner stage. Then the second stage is like you mm -hmm. actually plan it out and you put it in a calendar, you know, and it's pretty good. It's not actionable and some of the things you don't get done and you have to manual transfer them to the next month whatever it is you know and then the 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 third stage of that is actually those tools and those tools they are actually very complicated they they don't people who are more experienced with them and dabbled in like a couple of them they they don't remember how hard they are because I tried to use them because like I saw some YouTubers like, oh, I play my scripts and video ideas and notion out and put them into my calendars and combine them with sponsors. And you know, and there's, uh, you, you also can get like, there's so many things you can do with them that yeah, after you use a couple of them, you learn a lot, but mm -hmm. yeah, it is complicated and there's like classes learning them because like if you build the structure wrong, they don't really work that well and you still do like manual writing and copy and pasting in that app and it's like, doesn't really save your time and you could do it smarter. And sometimes it's better to actually take a course or spend like two, three days learning a lot about them. 
Yeah, yeah. I think like most tools, I, I yeah, I'll never say don't yeah. YouTube a tutorial on a new thing, um, which I actually have never done on Notion. I, I think yeah, I've used enough of these tools. I think you're right that maybe I, I view these things as being easy yeah. just because I've used so many of them. But um, but yeah, I mean, for me, um, because it doesn't all happen in Notion, too, because like what you just said, like the having the calendar timepiece. So that was something I did months ago where I would I would literally block out the day. And the way and, you know, and some of the days would just look like pure chaos. It would be like 10 minutes here, 20 minutes there, 30 minutes here, one hour here. Boom, boom, boom. And it was just like my eye calendar just looked like I was, <laughs> strong. I was on crack. And um, and I didn't like it. I actually the one thing I didn't like about that and I still kind of don't like is that on the calendar, there's no checking off. I, I did. That's why I, did, I went back to the list because it's so nice to just draw a line through something. It's so nice to like it's where on calendars, you don't get that like the, the day is over and it still looks like a mess, even if you did a lot of stuff. Um, but but I but I do love the fact that like when you put it on yeah. the calendar, you're committing to a time. And that's really cool when you're because like I know that I'm very optimistic. So I'm like, oh, I can design three websites, two things, do this do that, do this podcast and, you know, I'll paint these paintings on the side and, and then, you know, then, you know, it doesn't translate to time. It's like, okay, well that thing took an hour, that thing took two hours, that thing, you know, so, so with, so, so yeah, my new thing on notion is that I, you know, I'm making the weekly list. <clears throat> I kind of have a bucket yeah. here that I call like the back burner list. And so the back burner list, I, I, and this is kind of one of the things I, I'm always telling people about with to do list that they don't do is that you should always have a back burner thing. So you have like kind of what what what's about to happen. So like what's on the plate? What are you going to try to do either today or tomorrow? What have you not even touched but does need to get touched soon? Um, what are you actively doing and what's been completed? But then the back burner list is great because I know that especially me and my ADD, like when I'm in the middle of doing something, like let's say like making a, good a job, thumbnail way, for this really podcast, I'll be thinking, oh, thank you, thank you. Um, but that's when I'll that's when I'll think, oh, you know what? I should really do that D and D animation where like Fitzay drops no, the no, soap no, before the, soap the prison somewhere. campaign starts. But the, but I'm in the middle of something else. But I'm like, yeah. So so if I just like stop what I'm doing and go to that, now I've just screwed up everything. Okay. So what I do is I put that in the back burner list because the back burner list, when when everything gets kind of emptied, that's when you go to the back burner list. Because I've had days like that too, which I'm sure you've had, where you finish that big project and then you kind of sit in your in your chair and you're like. My problem now is like now what the hell do I do? Um, yeah. and so that's when you're like, oh, that is like usually like my routine is not really clear defined. So I'm like, okay, I wake up, don't use the calendar, and I use only calendars to remember it for later, but I don't look at the calendar. So I'm like, I remember I have to do something, it's important, and then I just go from memory, but mm. I should not do that. So I have to break that habit. And there's like a couple of things where you're like, okay, you gotta learn the tools and yeah, you gotta change your workflow. But yeah, there's yeah, too many problems because I have, what is that one thing that we talked about, yeah. micro, where you can make mind maps and it really helps like to, with ADHD especially, let's say you have so many ideas and you don't know how they relate and you can make like a cluster and how everything works together and you can go down that rabbit hole and you can just put a, a big amount of ideas onto a paper, zoom out and add more to it and zoom out and add more to it. Mm -hmm. But yeah. It gets complicated if you have multiple of those sites with like Notion and whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, it's true. It's true. I like I said, I've I've been very guilty of getting things too complex, where literally the yeah, process gets in front of itself. Nowadays, so. um, and it, it it is. It is. I, I've seen a lot of people like that too, and I think a lot of people. 
like you and I that are that love new technologies, I think you and I get that dopamine release anytime there is a new tool. Just automatically, you're like, whoa, someone thought of this. <laughs> yeah. That's so cool. And we're like already on board. Um, so there's a lot of times I kind of have to hold back and just like not, you know, not get too into it just because it's new. Um, that I, That's kind of why I like Notion is I've tried other things like Trello, Medium. I've, I, I've tried a lot of different things, a lot of different tools, you know, Microsoft to-do list. I used to do Wunderlist before Wunderlist got bought by to-do list. And, you know, I, uh, I, I like the simplicity of some of those tools, but I also, I, I didn't like how it's hard to describe. It's like, I, I didn't like how, like, like visually complex they were, I guess, or how, how they were like trying to be pretty. They're trying to be these pretty beautiful tools where I was like, the thing I like about notion is that it's just plain Jane boring, which just reminds you that this is a list, dude. Don't hang out in here, get in, get the info, get to the thing you're supposed to do. And I'm just trying it out now. I haven't, you know, to be honest, I've tried notion in the past, but I haven't really ever fully put everything into it, which I'm going to try to do now. And so, cause yeah, my, my process now is, is moving it from there to the calendar and then still doing the calendar thing, but the calendar, I have decided instead of like, you know, 10, 15 minutes, 20 minutes and having it just look like a mess, I'm doing blocks of time. Yeah. So at least looks nicer to me um, where I'm like, this whole block of time was for this. This whole block of time was for like these five small things. Um, and it's better because you do. You have to you have to bring things into the time world. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I bring stuff over to the calendar and I'm like, dude, you can't do 50 percent of this. Like you just got to. Like you think well, you can yeah. do all this today, but you would have gotten to six p.m. Yeah, so tonight and realized you didn't do any of it. Yeah, so, so there, there, like, let's realize that now. That I want to just like <laughs> take it a little bit more lightly and talk about it because I'm right now in that situation. You know, I'm here in Germany and I'm like, okay, I do like um, a vlog about like this is my apartment and this is Germany, filming in between. You know, I have so many ideas of things I could do and it would be fun just for like you know self-expression. You know, and then I'm like, okay, Italy is coming around and I'm really mm-hmm. hype about Italy because I've never been and obviously there's water and i can dive so i'm like about like a diving case where i want to make a review so taking my iphone into a diving case go to yeah. the beach and like dive on the water film some stuff hopefully it's not too cold and yeah and then i'm like oh this thing doesn't really work and that that means i have to schedule filming b-roll i need to actually film um, uh, a roll where I talk then i also have to film like um, actually on the location some action shots so that i have something some b-roll of the thing being used and how the footage looks then i also have to film like i have to schedule a lot of things just to make that happen and then i also have i have like the idea let's film a vlog yeah. about like eating gelato and find the best gelato place in italy sorrento obviously um and like a couple other spots like for pizza and like so many ideas but if i don't schedule the time and set clear rules on when i have to do that so that i know like clear action and not in the moment where i'm like oh let's pick up the camera casually do it because now it takes time and yeah but i still want to have fun so i'm like scheduling is yeah. like important the to-do list is the one thing you actually have to pick it up so how do you okay i cannot hear you again but yeah. how do you pick up uh yeah, so how do you pick no, up not um, here. your times when you open the calendar and when you write down onto the calendar? You have like a routine on that? Not not a solid routine. I, I, I do say that um, at least in the morning, I look at it first thing in the morning, especially if I'm having anxiety. It is a good... Because a lot of people I don't think realize this, especially if you have the same type of kind of brain that I do that it 
I've kind of trained my brain to always be anxious and I am working yeah. on, on breaking that. But I've, 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 you know, I've, I've trained my brain to wake up and immediately see, you know, what's on fire from last night, you know, and I, and that's not the case. You know, I've had, I've had so many clients where that has been the case where I wake up and I have 12 emails waiting for me and this is broke. This has happened. We need this today. And we didn't tell you. And so now that I've, I've broken that, I, I still feel that anxiety sometimes when I wake up that my brain's just trained for. And so that's a great time to already have the list from the next day already made. So like when your brain's going like this, you're just like, hey, objectively, you already made this list. This is what you're doing, bro. And it's like it's like having a boss, right? Like we don't have bosses yeah. being freelance. We're our boss. And so... So the list in itself is like you creating a boss in a way. It's like an objective guy that you walk in the office and he's like, yeah, if it's a, I know you think you need to do that stuff today, but you made this list earlier and this still has to get done. So if you're going to do your new stuff, you need to get back to yeah, the so, system and edit it right now. And it does yeah, a lot so of good I for me. I want to go back I, there I and say how to not do it because like I have good days and I have bad days. And a bad day looks like this. I wake up, I know I have mm -hmm. time and I can do multiple things and I want to do what is most impactful on the day. And sometimes I don't know what that is, you know, and then the thing that I picked out the day before, I'm like, that doesn't sound right now. I should do something else. I think this is not effective enough. And then I fall into my trap and everybody builds their own trap. So I'm sitting at home, turning on YouTube, drinking first, like two, three coffees. And then it's like 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock. And then I'm guilt ridden, I should do something productive. And I pick the most productive thing I could do. Obviously, that is not how you should do. Um, yeah, so. I think like the fix for that is you said is like you wake up. The first thing is like opening the calendar and just think about your calendar. Well, right. I mean, it's it's just like if we were to if we were to take if we were to yeah. go out of the creative world for a second and we we went into let's say let's say we were shrimp boat captains, right? And we were out we were out getting shrimp, right? And so every morning when we'd wake up on the boat, there would have to there would be a list of things we'd have to do, right? Check the fridge. Make sure the, the the fridge hasn't broke so all the shrimp goes bad. You know, make sure that the rudder still works so we can keep moving. You know, make sure that we're where we're supposed to be. And when we fell asleep last night, we didn't go. So so and if we don't do those things, we know as shrimp boat captains that it's going to destroy everything yeah. in the long run. So so we're like, you know, if we didn't if we didn't have that list, we'd wake up and be like, oh, man, let's go over there. I think there's shrimp over there and we would forget all these kind of important things. And so. So I think it's like it's good for us to have these lists because us as creative people, especially us that kind of yeah. struggle with ADD, is that we're, you know, we we get excited. We want to chase the the postman. We're that dog that sees that sees, you know, the, the guy that's delivering mail and wants to after run after it, the truck like, as fast like as we can. We struggle with. Like yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think your phone's going off again. Oh my gosh. Put it yeah, on silent. What are you know doing? I what's going on. I never got so many <laughs> phone calls. I'm like, this is like the seventh phone call. Um, but, you know, so I think... But anyhow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so I think, you know, uh, so for me, that morning part's very important. And, at the end of, and I would say, you know, at, at the end of the day, when you're when you're finishing up, it's really good to review that list, too. Um because like, uh, you know, I think that, you know, if once you get through the day, it is good to see that that what you have done, what you haven't done and, and then make the list for the next day. I think that's always so important. You, you know, I used to make the list the day of. But first off, you forget things. You go to sleep, you forget about stuff. 
And second off, yet again, you get caught in the yeah, in in the day, in the moment. right? Like, so let's say, like someone, a client. I always have this, or I used to always have this, where I would like have all these plans, but then a client would send me an email at like seven a.m. And then I would I would just let that client jump everyone else in line for some reason because my brain was like, oh, I'm reading the email. I'm in their mode. I might as well do that thing right now. But that's actually the wrong thing to do because now you've literally, you're going to have to backtrack to do all the stuff that you had to do when really they should have to wait. I mean, unless they're an emergency, obviously, if they're they're like your your like priority client and they're yeah. gonna pay well and are are like you messed up and you need to you need to backtrack real quick. Like so obviously if I wake up at seven AM and there's a our website's completely down, you know, red alert, red alert, red alert, I will let that person obviously jump in line and stuff because that is a priority. But I used to find that like, you know, I would have the guy that's like, hey man, I just want to make a, a fun logo for my my kid and doing this thing and I would let that guy jump in line of the of the important client just because he emailed me at 7 a.m. and that's that's not right you know so obviously so so that's that's a good mind to get it in, in as well is that there there's this there's this line like we like we have to act yeah. like we're the chef right and we all want to go to your restaurant and there's a line forming out the door like why don't let these people cut in line like let that client that's been waiting three days for something that guy is still in line and so people need to respect yeah, that so too. They got to get in line. What I think is like important with that line in general is like a goal setting because like sometimes if your goal is not clear to find and I'm struggling with that because I'm doing too many things like having that land stand business, having like my videography, um, social media content stuff going on and then doing YouTube for myself on the side where I'm like getting sponsorships and stuff is coming in. So it could be a business and you get like your goals get conflicted and you mm -hmm. cannot really set like a clear priority because you want to build that list yeah. like you said. And I think it's like, it's important to have a clear defined goal, but also it's like kind of important if you don't have right now at the moment a clear goal, have a default action plan that is like really followable. Because like we all not always know exactly 100% I know this is my end goal and I'm working towards this and you can build something. Sometimes you have to just like keep out putting fires and keep on going till you have an idea again and then redecide and make an actionable list. So you can build that line, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I think because it's subjective, it's it's emotion yeah. versus logic, right? And the more that you're in the emotion part, as you know, the more lost at sea you are. So you have to get all this stuff to a logical place where where you can go down the list type of thing. So for like you to go back to like your trip right now, you know, obviously there's going to be a lot of times where, where you do need yeah, to prioritize 100%. the trip. Honeymoon. This is your honeymoon. You you, sh you should enjoy, enjoy your time with your wife. You know, these are moments you're never going to get back again. Moments with yeah. your mom in Germany, things like that, going to Italy <laughs> and being underwater. So you do need to enjoy that. I would say don't be that guy that just has the camera out the whole time and is not experiencing anything, which I don't think you will be. But, um, but, but at the same time, like, you know, yeah, I create those guardrails, right? So maybe it's like, you know, I want to, I like the way you said it, it was actually really cool earlier where you were like, you know, I know that I want an underground or underground, an underwater yeah. video scene. I also know that I want to get some of the, the food. So, so if you just put guardrails on just that, right? So you're just like, okay, so for like 10, 20 minutes while we're underwater, yeah. I'll video record that and then we're done. Anyways, and then like, we're going to go get ice cream and food, record that, and then we're done. And then just like take, turn the camera off, enjoy, enjoy it. Um, I have to do that a lot. There's actually, I've actually had to start to schedule good stuff too. It's, it's really <laughs> funny. Like even this podcast, you know, I knew it wouldn't make any money. I no, knew just we wait. weren't going to go wait. into this and just have I'll thousands of fans. You, <laughs> the time is coming. Yeah. 
<laughs> but like, you know, so, you know, I, I knew that. So I had to schedule this time. I've scheduled it every week because if I don't, if I just say this is the fun thing and, and you know, it'll never happen. Like then the morning will come and I'll be like, yeah, but I have X, Y, and Z that need to get done. And this podcast isn't going to pay me as quick as these things. So, so I would say that too, is that, you know, schedule the nice stuff too. Tell, you may have to tell yourself in the same logical yeah. way, have fun, like and put not, the thing not down, everything calm makes down. Sense. You know, it's okay to be confused and not like setting their priorities right. You know, some people, um, so with depression, mm -hmm. for example, people are like, I don't know what to do. This sounds dumb and I don't do anything because I don't know what to do. Sometimes, even if you just put out fires and keep on putting out fires, you will get to a point where you get motivation again and you get like, oh, instead of like just being maintenance, I'm being productive and do something that brings me forward. But you got, got to do the maintenance plus something productive. That's what I like how I see it. You know, you can do clean your apartment. You can do certain things. Yeah. If you let everything like get out of like control, you're overwhelmed and you don't know what to do. But if you're like keeping out, keeping up with the maintenance and you do one thing productive, that is good enough, you know, but you have to see the productive thing. You know, if you mm -hmm. see that shining light and it's an opportunity, it's okay to break the plan and be, oh yeah, there's an opportunity and I can't ignore everything. You know what I mean? But you have to keep maintenance going. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, um, I, I think they'll, you know, for me, for me personally, yeah, the maintenance has been the health of just like, be healthy, like, you know, take care of these problems that you're pushing on, you know, you're, you know, sweeping under, under the rug. If your body fails, then your business fails. And if you, if you're not happy, then your work's yeah. not going to be good. And, you know, those simple things for sure. And, and that's what I would tell people out there. You know, I think, I think some of the people that are probably listening have the problem where they have too much fun and their their head is too much in the clouds. They don't get down and get to the work. But I think there's that other side of people that are like, well, no, I work hard. I work a lot, but they don't yeah, do that so maintenance. That, that is like so so for all of you guys out so, there. You know what I mean? I'm like, I need to work harder and I know what I have to do. And you're, you're like, I need to have more fun, you know? And it's like, it's a, it's a weird balance. And that's why I like mm -hmm. you and me. Like we're like the yin and yang, you know, the really successful freelancer in my eyes, you know? <laughs> and then there's me, the freelance videographer who's doing all the fun projects that somewhat pay. And sometimes I'll make good money and sometimes I'll make no money. And I'm like, I need to get my shit together. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's funny, like, so from my end, objectively, I feel like you have your yeah. shit together. I mean, it, there is, I think you, you've, you do the harder thing, which is you, you've connected with so many people and so many people feel so comfortable around you that they, they let you on, you know, I mean, it's, it's incredible. Like some of the stuff you send me of like, yeah, I'm yeah. just doing this now. And now, now I'm leading this class and now they want yeah, me to do this. Class, and, so that's, there's, so, there's by my ebook also coming. Soon. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah shout shout out all these all these things they're promises now so all right everyone hold it to them i want comments every episode asking where these yeah, classes are no, I, well I'm, I'm not hosting the <laughs> but um i'm just teaching the class <laughs> <laughs> well that's a pretty it's pretty yeah, big kinda. um but you know i um but yeah you know i think you're right you know i think and thank you for saying I'm a successful freelancer. I think I think I'm successful, but I don't think I'm like insanely successful. I have a lot of room to grow still. It's all on the scale. You know, so I mean as we get as we get guests on here, I think, you know, uh we'll we'll have people probably on here that are even more successful freelance than I am and so I, I do it. I actually did want to like say this. I've, I've watched some of these episodes now and I just want to make sure that people at home kind of know this, um, even if it seems obvious, is that, you know, 
Fitz and I are still yeah. growing. Like we're still on this journey as well. Um, by no means in any of these podcasts um, do we think we've had the answers. We figured it out. We've climbed the mountain. You know, I, I, I think what's the coolest thing about this podcast is that you and I know a lot and we've learned a lot, but that there's still a lot for us to learn. So I think um, anyone watching, I think, you know, hopefully you kind of enjoy us figuring this out as well. You know, like for me right now, the big thing that I'm still right now figuring out is that work-life balance. Um, I think I, I'm guilty of hiding behind the work so I don't have to do the life part. And I think a lot of you out there can probably see that as well, right? Like, I can't go out and have drinks because I have this deadline. Yeah. Um, but who made that deadline? You made the deadline. And so it's like, so so you're creating obstacles not to go have fun. <laughs> and I, I've been very guilty of that in the past. I, I will admit it. I, I think even Fitz has had a couple times where he's probably been like, let's go do this fun thing. And I'm like, nah, bro, I got too much yeah. work. But it's like, yeah, but you're your own boss. So why don't you not do the work? And I'm like, yeah, but I made all these impossible deadlines on purpose. So I didn't have to go out. And so it's, um, so, you know, so even I'm figuring that out as I go of, you know, it's like right now in my career, I think I've said this in past episodes, it's very interesting because I've just had the plate clear like about a month ago. And I've, I usually am someone that gets so much anxiety. I feel like I need to fill that plate back up. We need to get tons of projects, tons of stuff. Where now it's like a lot about like no like let's not like you're okay financially like just just coast relatability issues you know like let's say like you have the problem of like getting the plate empty you know and have just a one good meal on there you know some people just want to have a yeah. meal right now you know it's like a time where everybody's like kind of hungry and starving you know and they're like I'll take anything on that meal make it a fast yeah. food thing you know and I there's a time and place for everything and i'm like okay i'm i took like a lot of things on for the next couple months and i don't know what i should do so i'm maybe deciding to know maybe i should give up that one gig where i'm not 100 percent sure if that's a good fit you know on the one side it would be nice to have like um that thing as a portfolio piece and it could lead to other opportunities but i also have like that wedding thing going yeah. on then i have that class going on then i want to get also like back to the regular thing and i want to do more youtube things because if the youtube thing is like working completely out i don't need them you know and then it's fun a yeah, yeah there's a lot of things and you kind of have to be like figuring out your plate, you know, because like you can pick and choose what you have on your plate, what your plate should be. But to get to a point where you can pick and choose, you have to just take a lot of things on too, you know, if you. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, I think, yeah, I think, well, and that's, that's just up to the person, right? I think some people fill up the plate and then take off the things that they, that don't serve them. And some people I think have to kind of curate the things they put on the plate in the first. And I think that neither way is the right or wrong way. I think it's just, you strike me as definitely someone that wants to throw everything on the plate at the buffet and then throw stuff into the trash as they yeah, don't want it, which is, a, that's totally fine. Which is fine. I, which you should be picky. Honestly, I I would argue that um, you should be more I, picky. I agree. Honestly, I think you're you're stretching yourself a little too far, in my opinion. No, but I that's agree. that's just me. You may you may be able no, to do I it. No, I'm not. But that's the problem. Um, <laughs> but also, I cannot say no to certain things. You know, like you pick your you pick your ideas. You know, there. Um, what was that? Kevin O'Leary said, like you mm -hmm. have to take your ideas and take them behind the shed and shoot them. I'm like, I don't know what ideas I should want to shoot, you know? And I'm just like, right now, if I would reinvent myself, you know, and all my ideas, I'm like, okay, I know how to improve them, but I'm not really willing to like, you know, the renaming, the rebranding, the, you know, even taking them off because like some of the ideas are good and some of the ideas are bad, but they could stand by themselves if I give them a full hundred percent. And then it's like, what do you pick and choose, you know? And do you want to give up ideas? And it's like, oof. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, it's funny. Yeah. So, so yeah, you have the Kevin O'Leary statement of, yeah, take your ideas out back and shoot them. Um, and then, yeah. And what I was taught in, in college, and I think it's actually in the book, The Cheese Monkeys, Cheese Monkeys. which is a great book. Um, for I any, like that. Yeah, it's a, it's a great <laughs> book. For any creative that's going through art school, I would say definitely do The Cheese Monkeys. Um, oh, I'm going to forget the art author's name, but he's he's a pretty famous author. He does a lot of book covers. But um, but it's it, but in that book, one of the lessons in it is that all ideas are and you should treat them as such. Um, and so with that being said, you know, there's there's a two for for that. First off, don't share the with people. Right. Don't don't introduce your buddy to the or the you leave with your buddy. So your best idea is it says keep under lock and key, which you could you could you could say no or yes to on that. But then, the, you know, the second one is, yeah, when when. Uh, when there's a better leave this you know and so so in this case it's yeah if if there's a better idea don't be afraid to leave the old idea and that's something I need to be better at too I mean I I won't get into details yet in this but like you know with one of the clients that I recently had to end my time with um they've you know (laughs) there's a lot of creatives that have been in this (laughs) but yeah you're right you're right (laughs) but we're not gonna name the client we're not gonna name the client I'm not gonna Oh man, oh man, that's <laughs> whoo. Anyway, um, but you know, uh, but like I've I've done the thing that that's really bad that I I would definitely suggest to any creative out there not to do. Um, if this is the case, is don't check on your exes if it ended badly, right? Like, so don't. In this case, I've been recently checking in to see like, oh well, what have they done with my designs since I've left? Well, they've destroyed them. It's like going to your house that you moved out of 20 years ago. Well, yeah, your mom's garden's destroyed. They cut down the tree. They blew out your old bedroom and made it into a garage. You know, that's essentially what I'm already seeing. And so it's like, so even in my head, I'm like, it's okay, man. Those things, you know, not the the client was a You could make that argument too, but the ideas were were So just like, let him go, bro. Like, it's okay. Like, make room for the new ideas. I see how it is. Like, but but my problem is I started (laughs) Did you like how I tiptoed around, like causing some controversy there? Tried, tried, (laughs) but still they paid you. So who's... (laughs) Who, who's the ah. here, really? I mean, I'm I'm just yeah. I'm just now a, a high class call girl. That's what oh, I like to call yeah. myself. But yeah, by the way, I, I think that's a good reference. The problem for me is now I started the one thing and I should end it because it I started it and it's a good idea and I really like the idea. Of great potential to land stand, you know. I'm gonna mass produce it and I oh, think yeah. like combining, ah. you know, will be my plan combining like for example this podcast with that um, branding issue that could be a masterpiece of a example how to do a branding object or branding session you know like go through it what is good what is bad what you should do what you shouldn't do and then like relaunch you know and maybe give sean his Mm -hmm. fair share of his input if it's actually deemable and yeah you know Um, yeah, I mean, like, I think, you know, um, and you know, this is no promises to anyone out there, but like, you know, we could, yeah, we could have it even be a small video series. I think yeah. it'd be kind of fun if we did like little 10, 20 minute things like, so yeah, because we'll start with your project. name and it's then we'll a, start. It's an object that's all yeah. through like the research, you know, and development. And this is at a stage where I'm like, I could pitch it to somebody, you know, and I already did. And I got some interests and I'm like, I should refine my pitch deck and redo it again and sell the idea, you know, and I'm done with it. That was my kind of idea. But now I'm like, oh, I, I mm. think I fall in love with, you know, and 
and now I'm like, I could have all that money technically, you know, and I'm just like, this is easy money. It's, it's a fun thing. I like building and making things, but I'm bad with names, websites mm -hmm. and like going through the branding, you know, and there, there's great potential technically. So it's like really, well, yeah. really iffy. And I think that, well, it's, 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 it's something like you're, you're running into the thing. I think a lot of young creatives are either innately good at, or they're not innately good at, and I'm not innately good at this is reaching out to other people, right? You, you know, um, oh, I have no you're not a web designer. You're not a brand. I can't tell you how many people think they're a brand person, right? Like, like they're just like, Oh, I can make a logo for you because I know it looks good. And it's like, that's nothing at all. Like, like it's a whole, like people forget that these are whole career paths, you know, that, you know, I, I could pull off my shelf over there, 15 different books that I've read front to back on branding. And so it's, um, so it's like, so I've ran in that too, right? Like, so I have my own companies and things like that. And it's, and, and anytime I even think about me doing video work, I'm just like, it maybe would look okay by the end of it, but like, is it going to look as good as something Fitz could do? Like, no, no way, no way in hell. And so it's like, so it's, it's part of that too. Like, what are you good at and what brings you joy in it? Right. And then it's about how do you step out of the way yeah. and uh, let us all have a whack at this. <laughs> I mean, I like our reference. This episode is explete. Oh my but, God. Uh, but, okay. we've, we've overused this reference. We're going to get taken we, off we'll of YouTube We'll keep on now. going, you know, because like, I, I think like we all have to acquire good taste, you know, and like you have to consume some good ideas, some good designs, some good videos. So you get a flavor and everybody has already like, a decent amount of like this is a good design you know you see something you're used to that and that is the new standard and i feel that with videography and in, in general we already have mm. already an excellent design of videography to reach that it's it's a whole new thing because like you maybe learn about it you have those books in the shelf but you actually have to do it because like i see a lot of the videographers and video people and i'm like oh i know how they did it you know and i could do that too but actually planning and doing and executing is like a different pair of shoes you know like you can maybe analyze it and see how it's done but to create the same mm -hmm. situation that person was in it's a little bit harder because like i know when i prepare for a shoot i will prepare for it how the budget is and I make the best out of the situation, but obviously hindsight is twenty twenty, and you cannot control everything. Mm -hmm. And then, oh, you see your own mistakes and you know why you made them, but somebody else will see them and they will rip your work apart. And they're like, if I would have done it, there would be no mistake, you know? And you completely forget if somebody else did it, they did the best with the situation, hopefully, because, you know, what is a, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, well, that comes, yeah, it comes back a little bit to our last episode of empathy of like, you know, having empathy for how hard something truly is. And, and, you know, some of the best designs out there. Yeah, some of the best design out there is design that you don't even know is happening. That's the best design in the whole world. You should never stop and be like, oh, look at this beautiful design that then that means it wasn't a good design. I mean, really, the best design is invisible. Like truly, at the end of the day, you shouldn't even know. I, I literally shouldn't even know how good your branding is until like the money has left my account because you just tricked me to buying something. Not really tricked me, but you just pushed me to buy something in 10 minutes. Yeah. That's good design. Yeah, that's what I see, say always like with t-shirts, you know, you want to just have that t-shirt design. Yeah, everybody comes up like, oh, if I would have a t-shirt, you know, the design has to be so good that they ignore your shitty ass. You know, if you're a personal trainer and you don't sell t-shirts, like that basically just means like your design is shit, you know? But if the design is so good, they will buy it mm -hmm. even though it's connected to your person you know it's like well then you have a good design because most people don't really want to support people it's like 
it's like oh yeah i don't i don't mm. want him to be rich off that you know i he doesn't deserve my money it's kind of like that weird mentality that people have that nobody's saying you know they judge somebody and like i don't want him to become rich you know people are selfish and they want to be rich it's like it's a weird mind thing there, you know, but if the design is so good, they're like, oh, I want that because it's so good. They don't even think about that, about does that person deserve this? What is weird? You know what I mean? I don't know how would you describe that uh, phenomenal, but I'm just like, yeah, if you have a good design, people just buy it, you know, and they just don't care about who is selling it. But there's a lot of, you know, if you think about yourself, like sometimes if you think about who's selling it, that just already means like it's a bad design, you know? Uh, or a bad brand, you know, like you don't believe in the brand. But that's just yeah, like it, me it, saying some weird stuff, right? He has a German. I'm just saying. No, no, you're you're on to something there. I mean, I, I would challenge that, you know, to, to quote the great Donald Draper, Draper from Mad Men is that if you don't like the story, change it. So, yeah. so I would say if you're bad for your brand, then don't talk about you. If you're great for your brand, talk about you. Mm -hmm. um, I think... But yeah, I mean, to kind of get back to kind of the, the meat and potatoes, um, um, and also for all, all you out in the audience, I think that was seven. That was the seventh phone call that happened in the middle of uh, Fitz just talking just now. So he's oh, that was he's, not he's, he's right going now. wild. I mean, yeah, he's 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 that he's cursing. He's he's got the phone <laughs> going off. He's he's living the German life now. He's like oh, really, yeah. you can tell he's already loosened up quite a bit. But um, but you know, I think uh. Yeah, to kind of bring it back in is I, I think, you know, I I think we can do all of these things, but we have to we have to trust people. I think that's the biggest thing for me. I, I almost wish like an art school, they would have had a whole class on like trust, really. Yeah. Like because that's that's what it comes down to is like, you know, meeting people like like meeting you is a great thing. Like if if like if you and me like if I could get you more and more projects, I'd love it because I trust you. And I know that you you at the very end, even if we disagree on things sometimes that I can at least trust that you you'll hear me and that you want the best thing for the project. And I think that's the best thing in the whole world. I feel and I feel like you're really good at it because you're, you're a lot better at connecting people and meeting people, at least other creatives. Yeah. Um, is 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 finding that network right who is your guy who's your web guy who's your brand guy who's your video guy who's your animation guy who's your copywriter who's your seo guy yeah, you hear that because i think all of house. us like you you want to build a house but you will not build a good house if you build it yourself you want to have a good team exactly you know? Exactly. You know, even mechanics and stuff, you know, you're the garage, you know, there's some guys that do certain parts of the car and it's not because like the mechanic can't do it all. Maybe there is a mechanic that can do it all, but you know, it's, it's better to, to split these things up. And so I, I know I run into it all the time. A lot of us, you know, especially yes, young creatives, we don't have a lot of money. So I think we get stuck in this place where we're like, I don't, I don't want to like get all these people involved that I can't pay. Um, you know, I, which is good. I've met some young people that seem to not care about paying other people or helping them in any way. It's, it's really weird. I, I would, I would caution that I've, I've oh had a boy. few, um, groups of young people that. that have been like, Oh, how do I, how do I, how do I ring all these people in? Oh, and boy. camera's dead. Um, and, and not, <laughs> give me one man, second. We're, li we're living so loose here in Germany. I mean, um, oh, yeah. Fitz Stop is it. just, um, but, um, but, you know, so I think, you know, so for all of you out there still listening while, um, you know, rest in peace, Fitz, um, is is that, you know, I, I think that we, we need to be better at dividing up the work, trusting people 
And we also need to just be better at focusing on the things that we want to do and that bring us joy because that's that's the stuff that really shines. And so, um, and he's back. And so, you know, um, so, you know, so for like you, like, and I would love to highlight your business. I think we, we should, like the more I talk, we talk about it, I think we should do like kind of a, maybe a short video thing, uh, maybe 20 minute things like of, of us helping do your, 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 um, cause they're really cool lens holders. I mean, we've never highlighted them on the show, so it could yeah, be a should. good opportunity for that. But like, I, you know, I, it would be great. I think for people out there, for you guys to, to see the process of like, you know, us working together, right? Because he has the vision, um, but I can be that objective voice that can, um, help guide it and, 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 you know, transform it as well. So I, I think that's the biggest thing for a lot of people that haven't been on creative teams that, that don't really know how it is to, to divvy up that work. Um, that's the biggest thing. Find people you trust, find at least one person you trust out there and start having them help you on these, on these, these things, you know, externalize yeah. more. And I mean, um, like you talked about like paying people and like keeping your money and not paying people. And one of the things is like, you know, if you don't water what you're using, you know, it, it's getting dry and people mm -hmm. don't want to work with you. Like I have creators who pay me when I help them and I'm like, okay, I will not steal their clients. I'm like just working for them. And I'm like, I'm feeling happy and I appreciate them. And I know people who are like, oh, I just want to have now a free video and I want to do this. And, you know, you maybe do it so that you can say, hey, I'm doing stuff, you know, but in the end it's like it sours the bed you know it's like it's like you don't want to do stuff with them it just makes it salty and you know it's not helping them or you because like if they would pay you you could reinvest in your stuff you can sustain yourself instead mm -hmm. of like starving you you know like this this is a weird thing like you should pay your fellow creatives you know just for good karma and that you know they can reinvest in the same you know same way around you know yeah exactly i um you know i I've, I've made a rule of, of paying people. Um, even, um, you know, I have a friend that I I've been helping teach kind of web development to, and, uh, we're about to finish kind of a first project that I, I, I put them on, um, where we're creating this online, um, brand dashboard that I'm going to start offering to all my clients. Um, and, and it's interesting because throughout, you know, I keep saying, you know, like, I'm going to pay you. And he's like, no, no, I'm not going to let you pay me. I'm learning. I feel so just lucky that you're even giving me all this knowledge and stuff. But throughout, I've, I think he's seen that, like, as he's done other, he's, he's like picked up another job and things that his work has, has slowed down quite a bit. Yeah. Um, and I reminded him the other day, I was like, well, that's why I wanted to pay you because now you're not prioritizing this at all when it's a free project and then there is a money project comes in. So, so it's not only are you helping out the people, but it's also like getting their attention, right? Like if I'm paying you money, you're actually going to show up where if it's this free thing, then in your mind, you're like, uh, eh, you know, Sean, you know, Sean's just yeah. not, he's not going to pay me anyway. So well, I'll just, I'll do this other gig you know, where it's like, well, if Sean's paying me, then that's actual money. Um, yeah, so if people, you know, if you pay them, they don't become flaky, you know, and that's how you get flaky people. Mm -hmm. And you will assume they are bad people because you don't pay them. So you claim they are bad, but are you then not the bad guy for not paying them? Because if you pay, mm -hmm. they come, you know? So it's a weird. Yeah, and I, and I would say that I would say that to clients too. I just had a client recently that like just didn't get the idea that you can't not pay someone for months and months and months and months. You just can't do that. I mean, and if you contracts. do do that, <laughs> yeah, and I know for all of you guys out there, contracts, I, I definitely, yeah, yeah, there's, yeah, there's, but, um, 
that's a whole episode on its own. But you know, but yeah, there's a lot of clients out there that I've ran to, even that have contracts that think it's okay to to string someone along and to not pay them. And not only that, but not even say sorry. Like my whole thing is like, if you can't pay, then you at least should pick up the phone and call that person and say, I'm so sorry for X, Y, and Z. But like, it's those people out there that, that assume that, that assume like, well, you're just lucky I even let you work with me. It's like, no. Like, it's so yeah. much harder to find good talent than it is to have a good idea. Like, yeah, ideas like the more cheap. people can realize that. Yeah, exactly. Ideas are ah. like we just said. And so it's like, so ideas are not the hard part. It's, it's, the, it's the creating a group that coalesces around that and creates something truly magical because everyone is in on it. <laughs> Making wives out of exactly. <laughs> I think it's a great place to wrap up. Almost yeah. making wives Call out me of. Coming from the honeymoon strong. <laughs> <laughs> it's that German honeymoon energy, man. He's already got seven <laughs> that have called off his phone oh. in the middle of this podcast. Even he can't even. <laughs> I I think I have to bleep a lot on this podcast, but yeah, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think Should we're allowed we to cuss, right? We're allowed to we're allowed to curse on YouTube. But yeah, this one got a little bit more wild. I would I would say I would yeah, rate most of ours are PG, rule, but this one, know? yeah, we had a rule, <laughs> so I gotta I gotta go in there and just like put some bird noises over that. <laughs> it's all right. No, no, I, I I it has to be German noises. I feel like you need to find like German horn or something, or uh, or just Beers. like a German, yeah, Beers. or just like a guy or a yodeler maybe. <laughs> yeah, so if you want to have the uncensored version, go on to, yeah, Patreon or OnlyFans, depending what. <laughs> I don't know. Depending what we decide. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. But I mean, like, there's some good knowledge there. And I'm like, if you're, yeah, pay your creatives and your creatives pay your other creatives. And yeah, everybody has value. And if you don't like them, just don't hire them again. <laughs> I mean, it's yes. that simple. So, yes, yeah, so I guess to wrap up this episode, I mean, we, we started with, you know, like at, we started as young boys, right? Like what what kind of got us into uh, this a little bit? We touched more on you, I think, than me. But, yeah, I think like t- talking about like what is the creativity young? How did we get here? And then also like where we are now and how are we able to kind of, uh, you know, organize our time and organize the ideas and organize the clients. And so it's funny, right? How long how how far the journey has been right from you creating just these goofy vlogs that that yeah, were like whatever <laughs> and, and now and now you're in this place where you're like oh i actually have to like build a team of people to do these things and so so it's funny how um we're still trying to figure it out man but as long as you still have the love of when you were a kid and that like that that enjoyment that's that's where it's at man yeah and i think yeah. like also on this note you should hit the like button and rate this podcast five stars and don't forget to check out the uncensored version wherever it will be um but yeah like is it being a freelancer is a never-ending story you know it's like it's the pursuit not the being there the journey you know whatever they say insert motivational quote <laughs> <laughs> right it's yeah. it's it's the journey that's that's beautiful when you're killing wait no wait is that how no. it went wait <laughs> yeah, when you make but no, I... wives <laughs> make yeah make out of wives or wives out of or something like that but no i think um you know i uh yeah mom. i <laughs> we do need some mugs though if for real yeah, that's our i think first that merch. would be the quote you know make out of oh, wives or something like that <laughs> make wives out of wives. oh no i like yeah. that oh boy <laughs> i like yeah, that it be, doesn't be, really be, communicate but i like it <laughs> no ideas are like ours and we make out of wives that... we'll work on it we'll wordsmith it but i like it <laughs> yeah, yeah I like it's it. going somewhere you know like <laughs> 
man well i feel like this was a fun podcast i think uh i think yeah. you know uh I, yeah it's been good to see this grow man so i think you know we'll, we'll we'll keep this going i'm excited for so when are you in italy is that the next episode or on the 9th till the 15th and yeah hopefully i get in time back and i'm very excited about all those projects that i lined ha- uh, that i have lined up but i want to i want to go back to okay. the basics you know you know going into geography and stuff like all those creative like podcasting classes and 3d mm-hmm. animations and weddings like wedding video is more like a traditional videography and i like doing that it will be easy it will be fun i'm excited but yeah back to yeah. the roots kind of back to the roots yeah yeah i like that Buzzwords. well yeah I, um i'm excited i'm excited to see your your italian version so we have we have this nice german beautiful apartment this time and so now we'll have a nice italian villa that will you'll be on next time and uh <laughs> like on the and line. yeah if you have any videos to show too you should you should bring it up next time if you have any underwater just give us some raw video i would love to see it man yeah like yeah well, but yeah so we should wrap this up that was one hour and 20 and it was good seeing you sean and yeah. i hope i see you next week friday in italy oh my god a travel oh my vlog. God, uh, podcast man. travel podcast whoa yeah <laughs> next level here next level well cool well have a good one everyone be good be creative be empathetic and bring people on your team and don't worry about never mind